Welcome to the Weekly Option, the podcast for people interested in trading stock options. Each week, we cover trade ideas and opportunities in the stock market right now. Whether you're a beginner, a professional, or just curious about options, this is the show for you. Let's get started. Welcome to the Weekly Option. This is episode 311 on February the 23rd, 2024. I'm your host, Eric, and in this week's show, We'll cover the trades from last week on Blink Charging Company, Lyft Inc., and Toast Inc. Class A shares, and we discuss three new trades on SoundHound AI, American Airlines, and the Silver Trust ETF. Now, it's always great to hear from listeners. If you have any questions about the trades presented here on the show or even about your own positions, feel free to email me. You can email questions to me at eric at theweeklyoption.com. That's E-R-I-C at theweeklyoption.com. I've also created a few videos to teach you all the basics of option trading that you'll need to know to be able to follow along with me on the show. You can visit our website and click on the videos tab to watch them or visit the YouTube channel for the weekly option. Now, the equity markets finished the week on new highs. NVIDIA earnings helped push the overall market up, up, and away. The Dow Jones... Industrial average gained 503 points, closing at 39,131 points. The S&P 500 index grew 83 points, ending the week at 5,088 points. And now it's time for the topic of the week. The topic of the week is flexibility. As I was thinking of topics to cover this week, I really wanted to give some advice that went beyond just knowing how to trade options. All of you can be profitable traders. Some of you will get there sooner than others, but it's possible for all of you to be profitable. Flexibility has proven to be far more important than I originally considered in learning to be profitable. In fact, I wouldn't typically put flexibility as one of the most important traits for becoming profitable. I've always considered myself somewhat flexible, so it's just not something that I focused on. Here's what I mean by flexibility in trading. Someday, you think the market is going to go up. You create a trading strategy to profit from the expected upward price trend. The opening bell rings and the market proceeds to drop lower than anticipated. You might even execute your strategy and lose money. Someone who isn't flexible will not be able to find a way to make money in that market. My overall view of the market in general is that I have to find a way to change my view or my strategy, change my strategy to make money. The market is never wrong. I just am using the wrong strategy for that particular phase of the market. I would rather be flexible and ultimately make money than be rigid and lose money. Your only goal in this game is to become a profitable trader. So it doesn't matter if markets are going higher or lower. You have to find a way to make money. It doesn't matter if you decide today that you want to focus on the S&P 500. Maybe after that you decide to trade Forex or you decide to trade you know, anything, NVIDIA shares for that matter. It's up to you to be able to be flexible in your view of the markets and how you use the options knowledge that you have to find a way to make money once again. No matter what's going on in the market or which markets you choose, one of the big keys is to learn to be flexible in order to find a way to make money. So I'm officially adding flexibility to the list of important traits to develop if you want to become a profitable trader. All right, so that's it for the topic of the week. Let's get into the review of last week's trades. 
We'll start off with the covered call on Blink Charging Company. Symbol B is in Bravo, L is in Lima, N is in November, K is in Kilo. At the time, the stock was trading for $3.35 per share. I looked at buying stock and selling the March 3.5 call at $0.44, cents, hoping for a return of 17.61% in four weeks. Well, shares of Blink Charging lost $0.46, cents, ending the week at $2.89 per share. The call option that we sold lost $0.24, cents, leaving us with a net loss of $0.22 cents if we were to close this trade out immediately. Now, we're currently $0.02 cents below our break-even price, which means we could make some adjustments if we like. The first thought would be rolling the call option to the next lower strike. We would only pick up an additional $0.10 cents for making this trade, but we would be giving up or losing $0.50 cents of possible upside in the stock that we already own. That's not a good idea with three more weeks before expiration. The stock could certainly move higher in that time frame, so I want to make sure that I that we can optimize that. So my preference would be to give this stock a little bit of room to move higher on its own. If the stock price doesn't go up prior to expiration, we would simply aim to sell another call option against the shares that we already own next month. And that would likely improve the overall return on this trade. So I would lean towards no adjustment for now on this position. Next up, we have the credit spread on Lyft Inc., Symbol L is in Lima, Y is in Yankee, F is in Foxtrot, T is in Tango. At the time, the stock was trading for $17.91 per share. I looked at selling the March 17, 16 put spread at $0.31, cents, which could give us a maximum possible loss of $0.69 cents per spread. Shares of Lyft fell $1.90, ending the week at $16.01 per share. The out-of-the-money put spread that we sold is now in the money. That means we're taking a loss on this trade for now. We have lost 33 cents out of a maximum possible loss of 69 cents. So that means if we don't make a move, we might incur even more losses, and I don't like that. Now, I would typically consider selling a call spread against this put spread to create an iron condor, but we couldn't collect, or actually we wouldn't collect enough premium to make it worthwhile to sell the call spread right now since it's so far out of the money. I also like turning the short spread into a long spread if the numbers make sense. Now, since there are only three weeks left before expiration, we actually can hold off a few days before making a decision on whether or not to make this adjustment or which one that we decide to do. So always do the math to make sure that you fully understand the risk involved in making the adjustment before deciding that it's right for you. Finally, from last week, we have the debit spread on Toast Inc. Class A shares. Symbol T as in Tango, O as in Oscar, S as in Sierra, T as in Tango. At the time, the stock was trading for $22.42 per share. I looked at buying the March 21-22 call spread for $0.66, cents, which could give us a maximum gain of $0.34, cents, or that's a 51.52% return in four weeks. Well, shares of Toast lost $1.32, ending the week at $21.10 per share. The end the money call spread that we bought is now out of the money, and that means we're taking a loss on this spread too for now and can consider making an adjustment. Now, just like in the case of the credit spread, I'm a fan of turning this debit spread into a credit spread. We would do that by selling the March 21, 22 half call spread at 55 cents. We would collect 55 cents and then be left with the March 22, 22 half call spread. 
Now, this scenario actually lowers our overall risk of loss, especially if the spread expires out of the money. Or really, I should say only if the spread expires out of the money. So it's important to do the math on any of the adjustments that you consider making to your position. Just make sure you fully understand what's happening and what's uh, most importantly happening to your risk, your cash outlay, and the cash that would be consumed or what you could actually lose if the trades goes against you. So that's it for the review of last week's trades. We are three weeks away from March expiration. All trades on today's show will use options expiring on March the 15th. So let's talk about our three new trades for this week's show. We're going to start off with the cover call on SoundHound AI Inc. Symbol S as in Sierra, O as in Oscar, U as in uniform, N as in November. The stock ended the week at $3.92 per share. I'm looking at buying stock and selling the March 4 call at $0.50, hoping for a return of 14.8% in three weeks. Now, you enter this trade by buying stock for $3.92 and selling the March 4 call at $0.50. This trade makes the most money if stock prices finish above $4 per share. The break-even price on this trade is $3.42, and in real terms, the stock purchase would require $392, and you'll collect $50 for selling the option. Next up, we have a credit spread on American Airlines, Inc., symbol A as in Alpha, A as in Alpha, L as in Lima. The stock ended the week at $15.13 per share. I'm looking at selling the March 15, 14 half put spread at $0.18, cents, which could give us a maximum possible loss of $0.32 cents per spread. Now you enter this trade by selling the March 15 put at 46 cents and concurrently buying the March 14 half put for 28 cents. This is a credit spread because we are selling the spread and this trade makes the most money if stock prices expire above $15 per share. The break even price is $14.82 per share and in real terms, you'll collect $18 per spread that you sell and have $32 at risk. And then our final trade for this week's show is the debit spread on the Silver Trust ETF, symbol S as in Sierra, L as in Lima, V as in Victor. The stock ended the week at $21 per share. I'm looking at buying the March 20 and a half, 21 call spread for 31 cents, which could give us a maximum gain of 19 cents or that's a 61.29% return in three weeks. Now you enter this trade by buying the March 20 and a half call for 78 cents and concurrently selling the March 21 call at 47 cents. This is a debit spread because we are buying the spread and this trade makes the most money if stock prices expire above $21 per share. The break even price on this trade is $20.81 per share and in real terms, you'll pay $31 to enter the spread and your maximum gain is $19 per spread. So that's it for this week's show. Thank you guys so much for listening. I've got a lot of work to do. Um, had the, uh, a little bit of a crash on the website a few weeks ago. Um, finally going to have a chance to rebuild the site and just uh, possibly add a few new bells and whistles. So if you've gone to the site and it looked a little crazy, uh, that will be changing here shortly. So I'm putting in, uh, putting, pulling up my sleeves and getting it done because uh, I can do it faster than anyone else. So hope you guys are having a wonderful weekend. As always, happy trading. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Option Podcast. Please subscribe to our show and visit us at www.theweeklyoption.com. 
Disclaimer, there is a very high degree of risk involved in trading. The indicators and strategies described in this podcast are for educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice. For our full disclaimer, visit our website at www.theweeklyoption.com.